Hello and welcome to Lifetime on Court, the podcast where we discuss our favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I'm your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. And I am Susan Harmon. Yay! Susan Harmon. Love it. I love, love this it. singing, Drew. Are you in a band? Yeah, I'm in a band. I heard they're a big deal and they got super, super yeah. signed with additional new albums oh, man. and fanciness. We're so big and huge. What are they, What is your band called? My band is called The Limbos. The Limbos. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. check them out. Are you on Spotify? Yeah, we're on Spotify. Nice. iTunes, all that shit. Click on okay. it. Um, shameless plug, but you know. Yeah. We yeah. always talk about your shit at the end of the podcast. I have zero shame. And yeah, you know who does have shame though? What? Who? Hallmark does. Hallmark absolutely, absolutely does. You're absolutely. right. Um, Susan, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun. Um, mm-hmm. Riddle me this. Mm-hmm. Hallmark and like TV movies, Lifetime movies. What's your experience? Like, are yeah. you coming in blind or? So this was the first full length Hallmark movie I have ever watched. Oh, wow. which is especially interesting given the fact that my mother loves Hallmark. She has the like additional subscription app to Hallmark. Oh, she. Listen to at least one episode of your podcast because she said, and I quote, see your smart, funny friends like Hallmark, too. Oh, we're oh. smart and funny. That's so Yay. nice. Smart and funny friends. Thanks, Susan's mom. What's your mom's name? Darlene. Thanks, Darlene. Thanks, Darlene. Oh, I love that name, Darlene. Sorry. I mean, we are very much making fun <laughs> of these movies. Yeah. But- well, Darlene just wants to know that someone else is out there watching them with Good. her because like, hey. she'll put one on when I'm home for Christmas. And I'll be like, I'm not watching this she shit. She doesn't have to worry off. about that. Mm-hmm. There are millions, so many people so that many. watch them. And me. And because I, legit- I legitimately watch them for mm-hmm. some type of entertainment. Yeah. I feel the like the scale is, you know, whatever. But I feel like I understand my mother more by you forcing me to watch a Hallmark movie. So oh, really, okay. so you've I, gotten you've made it's like family therapy, basically. Yeah, like okay. I should give you a See? copay. Wow, See? This yeah. is a, you know, I always wanted to go into therapy, but it seems so hard. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, uh, I'll do theater. I'll do th- <laughs> I'll do theater. That'll be great. Honey, if they're gonna give me a psych degree, you can get one real quick. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then I'll just do that. Dominican has a. That's where I work. So sure. you're set. Don't stalk me, anyone. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. I'm sure I have a stalker, and they know everything about me from listening to this podcast. So, hey, girl. Hey, stalker. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey what's stalker, up, stalkers? Hey. Um, anyways. Oh, I didn't set my timer. Um, here That's we are. Right. If you had to select a baked good to have your stalker send you, what would it be? Mm, probably a calzone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are well on the way to a restraining order, but at least Ooh, you will get snacks out of it. Calzone. Is that that's, a like, weird no, choice? That's, big no, that is the best thing ever. <laughs> like, it's not <laughs> because a Because like, a lot of people think or... be like, muffins. <laughs> a no, little no. patisserie, please. Be like baked Hazelnut. goods. Oh, baked goods? A pizza. A pizza, but folded. But folded over. Yeah. 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 Make it portable. <laughs> I want mm-hmm. portable pizza. Yep. Yes. Um, speaking of portable pizza, this terrible segue. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of portable pizza, home this by spring. Movie. We're discussing home mm-hmm. by spring. Part home of by this, spring. the spring uh, fling, or no, it's not spring. Spring fling. fever. Spring fever. Because spring fling is too sexy. Oh yeah, it's too much. So we've no, we've you know spring fever. Home that's, by spring. That's for lifetime. Right. Uh, they're not that Don't organized though. <laughs> yeah, Scandal. lifetime's not that organized to pull off like season seasonal movies. No. They're like, uh, what do we have? What what's being filmed right now? Well, put it out. Put it out. Put it out now. Have we Wait, thought of right. another way to threaten a woman? Uh, great, film it. Yeah. Good. Okay. Great. Good. Good. Uh, yes. So this movie stars. 
Poppy Drayton. Poppy Drayton. Steve R. McQueen. That's Steve McQueen's grandson. McQueen. No kidding. And, uh, oh God, I can't say this name. Nix Brooks? Nix Brooks? Kix Brooks? Kix Brooks? Um, oh, why did I say Nix when it's a K? <laughs> should I ruin my trivia Kix? about this that well, I looked up afterwards? Oh, well, well, Kix Brooks. You know, Kix Brooks. You know who that is? No. No, I, well, no, I... Don't. Nope. I, I don't. think Susan mm-hmm. knows. So I did not know it in the moment, but later, because I really wanted to do my good, solid homework for this podcast, um, Kix Brooks is half of the great 90s, early 2000s country duo, Brooks and Dunn. Oh. Yes. Brooks and Dunn. I know Brooks He's and Dunn. He's from Brooks and Dunn. Leading me to ask. He's did, the Brooks did, of Brooks and Dunn. Did Dunn make a cameo in the movie that we just don't know about? Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe he's going to be in a future one, like a Christmas one. <gasps> um, also, fun so. fact, mm-hmm. Kicks, Kicks? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I said Nick, K- so I don't Nick's know. K-I-X. <laughs> yeah. Whatever this that is. is. First name. Keith? Who knows? Yes. Keish. Um, Keish <laughs> Brooks. Love him. Um, his son wrote the screenplay, so we're looking at family business right now. Oh, oh, little nepotism yeah. at little Hallmark. Nepotism. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, Hallmark, you do your nepotism. Do that's that fine. Nepotism. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of myself for pulling nepotism out of my brain. Look at you. I, that's a like five letter word. Yeah, the good or job, five. Dude. Fi- what is that? You know, it's a f- when you say like a big word. It's a four syllables. Letter. It's four. <laughs> it's a yeah. four letter five word. Five syllables. Anyways, nepotism I think is a four letter word. Um, so we're gonna jump into the movie, talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit, and then I have a special, special Candace today. Um, oh, so boy. let's get right to it because honestly, I don't have two much to say about this movie um <laughs> not gonna lie we're we're in spring it's winter in chicago but it's spring um so i was very jealous of everybody in this movie the whole time because they're like living in spring and we're not we are not yeah no we're no no it's so, snowing oh and just just so you know poppy drayton yes uh when i'm all these people are i say either all these people are in uh also sci-fi or mm-hmm. fantasy mm-hmm. uh and She's in the Shannara Chronicles, which is a, you know, a fantasy show based on a book. Cool. The other thing that I appreciated, so. your whole thing about um, Hallmark being like stunt double, essentially. Yeah. She also, I think, is a like Uncanny Valley, like a bad stunt double for um, uh, one of the companions on Doctor Who. Oh, really? Yeah. She oh, like, if I you blink and kind mm-hmm. of like you get a little bit of. Yeah. Um, is, Coleman, is she English? Because she was she on is. Downton Abbey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, you couldn't tell because she had an American accent. And speaking of accents, they were very inconsistent because this mm-hmm. movie takes place in Louisiana. So you'd think everyone has a wonderful Southern accent. No, no. no just no. just the Steve McQueen guy or whatever no. his name is. Uh, we'll it call is him Steve McQueen. We'll call him Steve McQueen. Stephen R. McQueen. Yeah, his name is Steve Stephen McQueen. R- McQueen. Um, so he has like an accent. And I don't think it's a put on. It might be real. Yeah. Right? We'll see. Yeah, I could see that. And she doesn't have, uh, she just has an American accent because a Southern American accent would have been too hard for her to pull off too much. with her Britishness. Yeah. Well, and she was fixing cars, although plot, plot points or fixing mechanics. Or maybe, right. maybe so, she had, maybe she d- did have one, but like the director was like, uh, oh no, that's, that's going to be. Maybe we should cut she, that. She was like, hi. hi y'all. I'll listen to 15 albums by Brooks and Dunn to get ready for this. Movie, well, am I good? And then, and then, Kicks Dunn has like a very country accent mm-hmm. where I was like, is "This like is legit. racist of country people." But now that I know it's now that I know it's the guy from Brooks and Dunn, I'm cool with it. I'm cool maybe, with it. Maybe he told Poppy to like tone it down because he wanted to make sure that his movie that he wrote with he made with his son was like cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's like, "Listen, listen, baby boy, we're gonna make a movie." 
but all of America's going to love it. There you go. And that's, that's Hallmark's goal. They want to make sure all America likes it. All the white people. Yay. Um, and, and the black people and Latino people and the Asian people. But as long as they're just not well, like. But mostly the white people. You know, they can watch it, but they just can't be in it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> so um, we're in Louisiana and we have our, our protagonist, Loretta. She's an event planner, Drew. Okay. The favorite um, mm-hmm. job. The favorite of, job of Hallmark. Of Hallmark. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's dating Wayne. He he own, he inherited the sundown in because his parents died somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, she gets a job in L.A. as an event planner and she immediately decides to go. She breaks up with Wayne mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of my small hometown. Right. Yeah, but Patrick, don't bury the lead. Wayne was about to propose. He was <sighs> about to propose. And then Loretta was like, see ya. I'm headed to L.A. Mm-hmm. See ya. Heartbreak Wouldn't city. Wouldn't want to be ya. So lovers, lovers apart. That's like yeah. the first five okay. minutes. And now we're two years later. We flash Boom. forward. We got a time jump. This is why I thought it would be good for her to have a southern accent in the beginning. And maybe she loses it when she moves to L.A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no. Hallmark's not that smart. No. Um, or, you know, they just are not that consistent with their... Or they just like... Mm-hmm. They're just like... I don't, we don't have time. Next It's scene. fine. Whatever. Cut. Yes. Cut. We're done. This is good. We shot most of this by a willow tree, right? So it's the south? Good. It's the south. Got okay, it. Yes. Great. We this, mentioned a magnolia. And we're this set. actually did film in Louisiana. Oh, so, so uh, not in Canada. Baton Rouge. Okay, hello. Baton Rouge. Yes, thank you. I can't do it. Okay, accent. so the you red know, honestly, stick. honestly, I'm going to say <laughs> then they were smart about that because there's no way in hell there's anything in Canada that would look like the south. Right. So and it did look got, very south. Yeah. At least they got that. And they even did that in like magnolia bushes, except not in a southern accent. So it would have just been like, here's a magnolia flower. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> they didn't Look at that. this swamp. They didn't do the magnolia. Magnolia. No, but that's what that's what I was missing in this movie. Yeah. So, okay. Loretta is in L.A. She's planning parties and mm-hmm. she has to mm-hmm. plan a party for like a six year old because the they're trying to like lure the parents to hire this event planning firm okay. for the, some big event. Mm-hmm. It wasn't their wedding, right? It, it was also unclear to me of like, were they planning the birthday party to lure the rich couple or did the rich couple crash the children's birthday party to like, I let think, me see if you got the I skills. Think that's correct. So is this like a, so yeah, a so dumb subplot that doesn't matter. No, no, is this oh, is no. this is oh, where we get the whole thing, right? Okay. So okay. up and running. So Loretta okay. has a boss. Her name's Amy, and she's like. Mm-hmm. You know, telling her she's doing a good job, but she's like, I'm really sick. Can you go to the eight year old's party and make sure it goes off fine? And maybe you'll be up for the big promotion. Oh, oh your future in LA away from your family. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Loretta's like, cool, I'll do it. She goes and, you know, party's going fine for there's a party, you know, mm-hmm. and kids are running around. Tiny humans. And then all of a sudden, the bouncy castle starts deflating and you hear kids like screaming. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, oh, my God, is anyone in there? Is everyone all right? And she, like, jigs some, like, lever or something Mm -hmm. and, like, reinflates the bouncy castle. And and all the kids are like, Mm -hmm. yay. But it's like that can kid yell, you know. Yay. Yay. (laughs) But that, again, just shows, which we learned from the beginning montage, that Loretta is just not, she's not a one-note party planner. She has mechanical skills, which makes her a fully faceted female character That's in right. the eyes of Hallmark. She doesn't need no man. She no. can fix her bouncy house herself. She mm-hmm. can fix that car. She can fix that bouncy house. Anyways, while she's fixing the bouncy house, she gets some mud on her sleeve. She's wearing like a sweater set. Mm-hmm. And right. she has to go change. So she goes to change. She fi- I guess she finds some like fancy dress in a closet. I think she might have stole from, from it's the from, people. No, it's from Amy. No, oh, she, yeah, she it? like brought her boss's dry cleaning. And so it was the whole like, I am putting on Amy's 
clothes now. All this happened so fast. I totally missed that. But that makes mm-hmm. sense. So she's wearing Amy's clothes. <laughs> so from yeah. that, it branches into a Lifetime movie. Right. Yep. That part. But yes. then but yes. we're still in the Hallmark universe. Yeah. In the okay. Hallmark universe. The Hallmark universe. A nice universe. young couple sees her and is like, wow, we saw what you did with that bouncy castle. We are hella impressed. Because we crashed this party to see if you could handle dangerous sitches and you totes can. Oh, yeah. it was a and like, test. Here's our card. We'll see you tomorrow in our office, Amy. And she's like, how about, how about, but, but, and she's it's like, too late. it's too late. They, but I don't, they laughed. But, 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 oh, so they think she's Amy and they're, they're going to hire her for some big event planning job. And it's, oh, this, okay. It's this guy, his name's Paul. And then his assistant, uh, I wrote it down, but I forget what her name is. Michelle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Her name is Michelle. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, well, crap. She goes to like a diner or something mm-hmm. with her unclear male person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very unclear because they're at brunch. And I swear to God, I swear to God, the guy is like, I love brunch. Brunch, brunch is brunch, amazing. Brunch, brunch. Mimosas are so good. <laughs> and I'm going to get a, a cheese fontaine or what is that called? Like a fun, like fontaine? No. Fondue? Fondue? No, I can't think of it. Some some type of crepe. He's like, I'm going to get a fancy crepe. He's freaking out about brunch. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. wow, Hallmark has a gay gay best friend. This is so amazing. But the gay best friend is her boyfriend. He's her boyfriend. (laughs) He's not gay. He's just like. Just the boyfriend. He's just very gay. But he's like gay, though. She went to L.A. And he's, an a, he's an actor. Boyfriend that was um, gay. That's his job. Yeah, he he's ki- then. He kissed her like on the <laughs> cheek and he's like calling her like honey. But it's like, you know, like when you call like your, your you're, lover, you're like, I don't even know. I don't do pet names. But like he was like, well, it was, honey, it was more like honey. Honey, yeah. listen here. Honey, listen, hand me that Listen here, honey, brunch. baby girl. Look, baby girl, honey. Yes. Yeah, I get you. Thank you, instead of Instead of like, honey. Yes. Honey. honey. Hey, sweetie, Han? do you know where the toilet paper yeah. is? Babe? So, so uh, the next day at work, I'm just the boyfriend comes back. I just mm-hmm. introduced him here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so at work, she is t- about to tell Amy about this mix-up and how funny it is, and you know she's obviously not going to go. Um, and Amy's like, "Well, before you say anything, Loretta, I want you to meet the new person I got for the job. I would promise you, <gasps> and she's going to be great, and you guys are going to get along swell." Because mm-hmm. all of her hard work didn't pay off. The American dream is a lie. Yes. It's terrible. So Amy, Amy, uh, Loretta yeah. immediately goes out, makes a phone call, and she calls the couple. She's like, hello, this is Amy, and I'll be right there. She's like, so she's like anger getting back at her boss mm-hmm. by pretending to be her boss. She's oh. like, I have no loyalty because oh, okay. Okay. Amy screwed me. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to take that gig. So she yeah. goes to the meeting and at the meeting they like, they're like, okay, we lied to you. And cause she's like kind of going to tell them maybe no, maybe who knows? It was unclear. It was like every yeah. time she was like going to tell somebody like something would happen where she wouldn't be able to tell them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So okay. she's like trying sure. to, she, they're like, we, we don't like liars. So we are going to come clean and, and tell you that Michelle, I'm Paul. Michelle is not my assistant. She's my wife or she's my soon to be wife. And we need to hire you to, I wrote it down in quotes because it's very convoluted. Mm-hmm. So okay. they explain what they want to happen. And it's very unclear to the viewer. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then the actress playing Loretta is like, do, do you mean you want me to, and then this is the quote, okay. you want me to plan a retreat to make Paul look like an outdoorsman so that your father will give him the blessing to marry you? 
question Jesus. Mark? Yes. Yep. And then the, the couple's like, yes, that is exactly what we want. But in case you weren't clear, viewer, we're going to like say it again. Just so we're clear on because what's happening. to be fair, it makes absolutely no sense no whatsoever. Sense. So, yeah. okay. Down to the like, let's go on a retreat. So this, these two people who like tested her or something on yes. her ability to fix a fucking uh, inflaty jumpy thing. <laughs> Just handle whatever situation. Bouncy castle true. Bouncy castle. Gonna bring to you. So a bouncy castle... She fixed a bouncy, and they were like, "Oh, that's the one." That's the one. And so, it's the and it was it was a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the man, the gay, the probably gay. No, guy. that's not the probably gay. No. Guy. This okay. Is the, this is a couple from the beginning. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Okay. Paul and Michelle. Okay. Yes. Welcome to the plot of this movie. Yes. Gay boyfriend, take him, set him aside. Okay. I'm just He'll come back really later. Don't need to think. I'll about put him aside. So the two people that Paul and Michelle, her, yes. Paul and Michelle, yes, and they're just like something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're asking. Oh, she's very rich, by the way. Oh, the woman she, Michelle her, is rich. Her dad is like a billionaire. Family sure. money. Great. So, she, and then the guy is the one that needs to learn how to be an outdoorsy person, exactly, in order to uh, impress her father, her billionaire father, the billionaire mm-hmm. father, who is very outdoorsy and, and Paul country. is not outdoorsy because he lives in Los Angeles. Okay. Yes, he's a very LA boy. So mm-hmm. gotcha. We okay. we go immediately I, to I Louisiana good. for some reason. She Boom. decides to plan the whole thing in her hometown and she mm-hmm. she gets Wayne on board. He's resistant at first, but she's like, Can we use your uh, your hotel or whatever it is, a bed and breakfast, kind of. But it's not doing so well, remember? She had the whole dialogue with her mom about like, well, Wayne, Wayne can't pay me anymore and Wayne just can't handle the finances without you. Poor yes. Wayne. Poor and Wayne. the mom, by the way, is the mom from Dawson's Creek and her name is Mary Margaret Humes and oh, she's yeah. actually really good. Oh. So I enjoyed her in this movie. Great. I thought she did a good job. I appreciated that every time she talked about uh, Loretta being in LA, it was sort of like, well, you're off in LA, yes. your life in Los Angeles. Such a mom, such a mom thing to be like, yeah. you know, very worried. And anyways, so they have like this romantic banter going on because you know he was going to propose to her. So there's mm-hmm. that tension there, mm-hmm. and it's all under underscored by this really. It must have been a Brooks and Dunn song, mm-hmm. um, country. It was a country ass song where I was like, what is this country ass song? And some man, he's like singing a song <laughs> and it's singing a thing. <laughs> And home by sing, spring, sing, sing. home by spring. Because well, it had the title of the the it song. Had the title. Of, oh, the really? song had the title yeah. of the movie. So I was like, "That's great, love that." Well, That's and then great. the other slightly confusing thing. So you have kicks. You have Keish Dunn, who's already in the movie. Yes. right. Keish yep. Dunn, and you have the like undercurrent of the country music. But then you have a a bonus bit character who is a country musician who is. Maybe that was secretly done of Brooks and Dunn. Maybe that was someone else. I, it was man, very I strange. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it was. It was a totally answerly like bonus country singer cool. who just it every probably now and then, done then. probably like right. I mean, wouldn't I feel like be? I would recognize them, but well, we it's been a while. Me. I wouldn't. I there's no possible way I would recognize either one of them. The duo broke up, broke up, and then Dunn was like, "Well, what do I do with my life now?" And Brooks is like, "Well, I mean, I'd rather you not." Let's you know. make a Hallmark movie out of that. Yeah, like, I want to see him get back together, get the gang back together. Anyway, oh, that would be perfect. Anyway, so, that's a whole okay. other thing. All right, no. Um, so Paul is coming to town now because mm-hmm. the hotel's all set, and he has the father. 
Also, let's not forget that um, Loretta has now basically told like her mother, Wayne, and the entire small town. Oh, everybody just knows. You have to call me Amy. Call, so the call in- me Amy. The entire town is pretending that she is someone else. And I love a good movie where you're like faking to be someone else, like Sandra Bullock in uh, Miss Congeniality type of deal. Mm-hmm. But this, like, everybody knew except Arthur, the the dad. So and so Paul. Just- Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. So it's like, oh, well. But then, like, who who cares? Okay. Right. No, yeah. that was how the plot treated it as well, because they would forget about it, sort of, because they were so focused on the, like, will Loretta and Wayne get back together and find love? And then sure. they'd be like, oh, wait, she's lying about who she is. Oh, we wait, should, this whole thing. We should have a plot point about that. Okay. Yes. So uh, they do, like, all this type of, like, manly things. They, like, go hiking, and they're, like, eating spam, and fly fishing and Paul's terrible at all of it terrible at all of it and Loretta's like I don't know what is this thing he's He's like I'm trying so hard I bought it from REI I bought waiters and she's like blaming herself she's like oh I'm so LA I can't handle all this hiking and spam eating so sorry and in reality she's crushing it and making Paul look like a sad little city man there's so yes. many spam there's so much spam eating so while Loretta's phone I'm jumping I'm jumping a bit um Susan because you know we're we've covered most of the movie yeah. but yep. th- we're like hours and hours like hours and hours into the movie <laughs> yeah. uh into and Loretta leaves her phone hours. unintended and she gets a call from Amy her boss mm-hmm. and her she was gonna tell her something who knows and Paul answers the phone because it was just sitting out and he was like, hmm, why is Amy calling herself? And he answers and he's like, hello, who is this? And she's like, who is this? Why are you answering Loretta's phone? Yeah, why are you answering And I'm not telling phone? you who I am. And Fuck he's like, you. well, no, I'm not telling you who I am, so tell me who you are. And she's like, I'm Amy. And he's like, how could that be? Well, wait. Yeah. So then he goes to Amy and he's like, I know what you did. I know you're a liar. We'll deal with it. Just keep my father, my future father-in-law happy. I know what and, you did last summer, but make this country singer love me. Yes. And he's like, <laughs> I'm really pissed about this and it's unacceptable, but we're just going to deal with it. Okay. So okay. then we um, we get like this weird bird watching scene. It's like another like weird. Yeah. It's like a it's like another hiking. Like Paul's going to like try to make Paul look good in front of the father. Mm-hmm. And they're going to like watch birds and looking for some like woodpecker thing. And Paul like actually finds the, the bird. And everyone's like, hooray, he's the best now. But Paul Ar- found the woodpecker, therefore he's worthy of marrying the daughter. Yes, and Arthur's Be- impressed now. <laughs> because we're apparently in the 11th century. Well, that did it. You well, that found, did it right there. You found the rare bird. Oh, you can marry my daughter now. Then well done. But now we get our brunch bitch back, Howard, Uh-oh. the gay, not gay boyfriend. His mm-hmm. name's Howard. And he is like, oh, I was filming in Memphis. I was filming a movie in Memphis, so I just came over to Louisiana. Because I just like, you're in the neighborhood or whatever. Right. Just popping over. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to help you with this whole like pr- double life thing, and I'm going to be a British guy, and I'm going to like do that. <laughs> so he does like a British accent, and he's like, yeah. I was like really, really bad. Oh. And no one's buying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's being really weird. If you were to look up the definition of like extra, it would just be Howard's face. 
just there in the yes. dictionary. He was just too extra. Too much. The so they're all sitting around a fire, like with Aerodontic chairs and like listening to, now that I know it's uh, country, country Books mm-hmm. and Done, he ha- gets like a full like three minute song around the fire. And I, I totally fast forward through it because I was like, <laughs> I don't care about the song. Yeah, like, but, oh. you know, country music fans doing good for you, country music fans. You watch the C- CMAs with Reba. OK, you do that. You do that. Watch the hell out of it. Yes. Enjoy yeah, I it. it. I like Carrie Underwood. OK. Um. Anyways, so Howard is like so taken by the song because it's, I guess, a romantic song. I don't know. I fast forwarded, mm. uh, and <laughs> he proposes to Amy. Okay. So he's being the British guy proposing to Amy, and it cuts to commercial. Everyone's shocked, and then immediately after commercial, they both are like, "Ha ha ha! ha we're not going to get married, though, yeah. right?" That was that was just weird. Mostly because Got caught you're up in the moment. you're a homosexual, so you're not actually attracted to me, right? And his line where he leaves, like she's like, "We're probably just better friends," and he's like, "Well, we'll always have brunch," <laughs> which is you know that's yeah. the I mean that is like that's what you, Patrick. If I'm breaking up with someone, you're a gay man. If you're breaking up with a woman, yeah, because you're like. Well, we'll always have brunch. That's what you would say. I don't know, Patrick. I'm putting that in my my like I'd say if catalog. You, if now. you were, I mean, you don't have to worry about that. But if you were like, if you were in, in the closet, yes, mm-hmm. but absolutely gay, and you were dating a woman, and you didn't want to hurt her feelings or something, sure. That's a pretty good line to be like. Well, we'll always have brunch, mimosas and quiche, and, and like okay. wink, like I'm. You're I'm right. Gay. I'm yeah. gay. You're I right. I really think that was a subtext, but I, it's Hallmark, so I don't give them enough credit yeah. for no, that. No, 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 if no. it was Lifetime, I'd be like, I get, I get what you're putting down, Lifetime. But also, more important question: <laughs> When was the last time you broke up with a woman, Patrick? And what True. line did you use? Fifth grade, and <laughs> I got caught doing a three-way call, and I had to go to the principal. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no. Uh, this, it can't. Well, I was like, well, I guess we yes. can't date because you know I got I sent to the principal's office. Like I sent to the principal's office. So I don't. I don't want to have a life of crime. So. Yeah. Done. So uh, going to sleep with men. There you go. There you go. So Loretta now is like, she. They're at another dinner, and she's like, I can't take it anymore. I'm telling the truth because two and mm-hmm. like. The previous, like, two minutes beforehand, all of a sudden, the movie remembered that she was pretending to be someone else. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, honesty is the most important thing. You know, what's the bedrock of any good relationship? Honesty. Just be honest with me. So what? So, so what's going on? What What's going on with the... With the guy? With Paul? With, with the, the original boyfriend. What is this guy? He's been trying to romance her the whole time. He's yeah. like, your life in LA ain't got nothing compared to this tiny ass town. He's, in the middle of Louisiana. He's kind okay. of in every scene, but very peripheral to the mm-hmm. to this double life plot. So the movie's mostly this double life plot with like Wayne, the guy Wayne sprinkled in. Okay. Yeah. You know? He was also squinting in every scene. Did you notice that as well? Well, he's a McQueen. I mean, he, right. He probably doesn't squint. have a lot of acting experience. Oh. So like this squint, is like his, his foot in the door. Dude, if you were if you were Steve McQueen grandson the third. Yeah. Steve Er McQueen. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You get or the no he'd be because he's that's his grandfather yeah so he's the third Steve McQueen the third mm-hmm. so after Arthur finds out he's very upset that 
you know, Paul fucked up and got this fake Amy to come. Mm-hmm. And he's very mad about it. So Michelle has Amy. to come and tell her dad. She's like, Dad, if you can't accept Paul as my future husband, mm-hmm. then I guess you're not going to be in my life anymore. Done. Sass. And he's like, okay, uh, I accept him in my life then. Also, the end. It's like, why should they have done that? Not the end of the movie, but the end of that part. The end of that thing. <laughs> also, well, he did find that bird, so I guess we're even. Right, and they all shake hands, and yeah, Loretta goes fine. back off to L.A., and she tells her boss the whole story, and her boss is like, that is something that I would have done. I am so impressed by you. Uh, I'm going to put you in the position. And she's like, really? What about what's-her-name? And she's like, oh, What's her name left for Oktoberfest? Because she loves beer. What? That, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's reason? That's a literal line. October- she left for Oktoberfest because she loves beer. Oktoberfest says- was recruiting, and yeah. we couldn't fight that. Was, she, so was the, the person they're talking, the, the woman they're talking about, was she in the movie at all? For like one minute. So yep. is it? Maybe she was supposed to be in it more, but she literally She's on the went, cutting room floor. Yep. She She's literally went done. to Oktoberfest. Right. They, were, <laughs> they were like shady about it. So Loretta's like, like oh. There's just being an asshole, just like, oh, literally went to Oktoberfest and has no more time for this movie. She doesn't True. have time for Hallmark. That's great. I don't know what her deal is. Okay. So we're almost done. So Loretta, uh, accepts a position and she also gets like this big account and the boss is like I thought you would be jumping up and down and be very excited about this and she's like I don't know yeah I feel weird Mm -hmm. so she goes to her she's in her like LA loft or whatever and there's a knock at the door and who is there both Brooks and Dunn with guitars in their hands. Singing My Maria. Singing My Maria. It's Wayne, of yeah. course. And he's like, she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I always wanted to see the ocean. He's like, baby, I got on a plane for you. Yes. And this I like better than airport uh, chasing after. Yeah. I like this where you're showing up at the door. I came. We don't even deal with the airport. You know what I mean? Yeah, and don't have to deal effort. with it. Well, because you can't you. anymore, yes. right? Like you can't do the airport. And I hate thing when mov- when Hallmark movies try to act like they can, but yeah. no, you can't. So, anyways, he's like, "I'm crazy about you," and she's like, "God damn it, Drew! If she didn't quit her job and go back to Louisiana, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. yeah, come on. Why didn't he? He should stay there." You exactly. That's what he, he's like. You know what? I'm fucking done too with this shit. And I don't when have anything he to do. he like takes her on a dock, and then he proposes to her on the dock. Okay, and what he says on the dock, I want to show you the world. He says, mm-hmm. and she's like, as long as we can always come back here, and they hug. End of movie. Home by spring. What? So I will say, let's give it like, I'm a, I'm a, not even half credit, like quarter credit for. This man got on a plane for her, so that's at least better than what usually happens in Hallmark movies. But fine, fine, I only guess. quarter credit. I'm not trying to be an apologist yeah. for it. Okay. And they did lay at least a couple of little like bits of if she doesn't come back, his ass is going to lose that bed and breakfast because he can't run a business. So it was like quit your job to take this job it because been so this man so is stupid. Easy. It would have been so much easier, like so much easier to just go. <clears throat> I I. Uh, Bed and breakfast wasn't working out. I'm here now. I'm yeah. like, what, here for what's you. going on? I'm yep. here for you. Let's get married. And I, I don't know what I'll be able to do here. And just end it there. I'll figure it out. 
Because there was a whole other scene like that was unnecessary. Oh, it was so frustrating. Mm-hmm. I kept waiting for Brooks of Brooks and Dunn to fall in love with the mother, and that also did not happen. I thought they were for sure setting us up for that. Yeah, it, it definitely seemed like both it, Brooks and Dunn to marry the mother in love with the mom. That's the sequel, you guys. Um, so, oh, Susan, on the podcast, <laughs> write it now. we you probably could. I mean, honestly, you probably could. Uh, on the podcast, we either pour it up or put a cork in it. What are you going to do to this movie? Man, I am going to probably pour like half of it out because it was not insufferable because of like nice shots of Louisiana. But that's about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Drew? Yeah. So blind. I don't know. I think I'm going to. Here's. I'm going to. I'm going to cork it. I'm going to put a cork in it. If Dunn had been in the movie, confirmed what you right. poured it yeah. out. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would have poured it up if Dunn was in it, and then that was the whole thing with the mom. No, I just don't... Like, it took all of my concentration mm-hmm. yes. to, to yep. listen to you guys explain to me what's going on. Like, usually Hallmark... You're a little interested, or like, there's, you know... Well, there's like... It's like, oh, yeah, this one. Got it cool got this right but like this is all over the place mm-hmm. and then it's i don't know there's too much it was so much there's too so much. many things happening like uh, chill it out also hate it i hate it when the fucking woman quits her job for a dude yeah i hate that it shit. is like the worst trope of it's Hallmark. the fucking worst trope it's the worst they need to just stop doing that and have the dude all you have it's easy all you have to do hallmark all you have to do is have the dude quit his job nope. for the lady. Not the job possible. that he doesn't even want. A job that he's failing. He just anyway. in, he inherited the inn. He's like, I inherited it. I hate it. I but don't know how to do this. Uh, like, hey, I want to come out here. What's going on over here? Hi, what what happening out here? I'm a southern accent. Los Angeles, this is scary. Well, I am also putting a cork in it because... Of the four mentioned things. Also, in my um, getting mistaken for someone else and having to follow through with that, been done much better by many other movies. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was very excited about the, this one because I read the synopsis and I was like, ooh, we're living a double life. Um, but it How did not pay off. Life? It did not pay off. It wasn't oh. as doubly life as nearly. No. Give me like a. Like it almost seemed like it, it could be like, yeah, where it's not farcical enough. It's like, right. Like, uh, what? Huh? No, I mean, what are you? Talking yeah, about? where she has to like. I would. I would love that scene where she has to like pretend to know about Amy's stuff, and you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like it's like that Golden Girls episode when they go to the high school reunion mm-hmm. and they have to like pretend like yeah. Betty White, Sue Jen, Sue like something Kim, Sue Kim or something, mm-hmm. and she's like, they're like, you're Sue Kim, and she's like, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Uh, give me some <laughs> of that. Give me some of that. Action. Yes, maybe. Maybe uh, Brooks the Younger just like copied and pasted from other scripts of Hallmark movies, yeah. and that's how we got this one. That would it explain. Was, it a lot just of seemed it. a little too complicated. Like I, I think, mm-hmm. I think I know what they're going for, but yes. it just didn't. It didn't, didn't pan out. Also, it's not a Christmas one, so I think Hallmark holds these spring ones to a different standard. Mm-hmm. So you know, they're just like, oh, well, you know, we're not going to get as many viewers for the the spring ones, so it's passable so we'll, for. So our we'll standards. get old. We'll get old Brooks Jr. Brooks and Dun- a chance we'll get, to yeah. write a movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Who needs done? It's fine if you don't have done. We'll take a fake. Is it? 
Doctor Who companion. Is it fine if you don't have done? Eh. All right, all right. Eh. So that wraps up our conversation about (laughs) Home by Spring. Uh, Before we go, though, we have our favorite segment of this week and every week. What you say, Candace Cameron Bray. That's right. What you say, Candace Cameron Bray is back for another week. I brought a clip today. It's a clip that I posted on Instagram. And I got some haters on Instagram for this. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to play it for you guys. Get your thoughts. And then we'll talk Hater, y- about haters it. Haters for you? Haters for me. Yes. Some in- Instead some of haters for Candace. Oh, oh I got Candace haters too. And, you know, I'm not trying. I'm not having any hate on anybody. Um, y'all can. Y'all internet trolls can do whatever you're doing. Um, <laughs> Look, come at me. Come at me yeah. instead of Patrick. Patrick's not going to even bother with it. But I will. I will find you. I will respond I will to your hate with a glass of wine and a kissy face emoji. Okay. <laughs> come at Patrick with, will, a, with calzones. Come at Drew with hate. I will respond exactly made. how you want me to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So here is the clip. Uh, I'm not going to play the whole clip. This is from The View. Uh, and it oh has Raven Simone and Candace Cambray going at it. And Whoopi's in there, too. All right. Great. Here we go. The Oregon law bars businesses from discriminating discriminating against sexual orientation, okay. race, disability, age, or religion. And to me, it's the same exact thing that they did back in the day, saying that black people couldn't do certain things no. because it's I my religious belief. I think you are comparing apples to oranges here. I don't think this is discrimination at all. This is about this is about freedom of association. It's about constitutional rights. It's about First Amendment rights. We do have the right to still choose who we associate with. But they did not refuse I ch- I, to I refuse to hate. associate myself with you right now they they did not okay it's it's in the constitution they didn't refuse to to bake the cake because of their sexual orientation in fact they had baked cakes for them they they baked cake for them previously they had a problem with the actual ceremony because that the ceremony is what conflicted with their religious beliefs right but were they invited to the wedding yeah. No, but they were so, provi- but, it so, was to provide a service. They have the right to refuse. But, but apparently they don't, it, according it to or with but wait, freedom of association. So, so. Jesus right. Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, so yes, Candace. <laughs> If you didn't know, Drew, which I pr- you probably don't, Candace was on The View, yeah. um, and she was like Elizabeth Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Is that her name? I think so. Uh, mm-hmm. She was like the replacement for the conservative viewpoint of Elizabeth Hasselbeck um, from Survivor, if anybody's curious about her. Okay. Uh, anyways, so Candace was on there for a little bit, but then her and Raven kept getting into these spats about stuff. Um, so this particular thing was like around the whole like, Uh, denying gays like uh, cakes for weddings or like you know anything for weddings there was something in Indiana too Mm -hmm. with like a that's going up to the Supreme Court right Um, so yeah just kind of her defending that their choices to do that right and like there's you know how I feel about old old beret yes I do (laughs) Um, the I think it's like when you start getting into the the that argument anyway, like right. that argument's it's really really hard. It's really really hard on when you're talking to both sides of it. Yes. Right? Because the the conservative side, what they're actually talking about, I think, and because they they always they always fuck it up. They always say something that just click that pisses me off. Because what they're actually saying is like, well, a business has a right to do whatever they want. Cool. Got it. But like, you gotta, but you gotta 
Right. Like, you can't. But, like, shut up, though. And the other thing Candace is... Candace Cameron. The yes. First Amendment applies, one, to individuals, not to businesses. And if businesses, Correct. like, if you are a publicly offered business, you are in a public trust. And it's understood that you do business with the public. So mm-hmm. if a queer brings you dollars and says, bake me a cake, you Absolutely. bake him a cake. If you would like to avoid baking cakes for queers... Don't become a public business. Have a side hustle. And it and it could be like mm-hmm. the other the other like I get where the arguments are going. Like mm-hmm. I understand where they're going. Yes. But I don't like it doesn't matter if you agree. It, it's going like, hey, uh hey hey bakery that does that, go to do whatever the fuck you want. You're gun you're gonna get less fucking business for it. And then you're gonna go out of business for being an asshole. Right. So don't, so rather than mm-hmm. like, so my argument is going like, not nah, let them, let the fucking, let these bakeries try that shit or let these businesses try that shit and let them fail and go out of business because they will. But like, we're not here to talk about right. cakes or businesses no, no, or whatever. We're here to talk Candace about Candace. Candace so what the thing about Candace is, uh, in the past, I've said, like, well, we all know she's problematic for the gays. And that's as far as I'd say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, when she's, like, on The View talking about this type of stuff and, like, trying to use the, like, Constitution to, like, defend her viewpoint. Yeah, you can. Uh, at that. Right. And, and, and exactly. I'm <laughs> it's like, in the Constitution. Anyway. What, what I don't like, yeah. What, <laughs> uh, the thing where? about Candace, Candace? is, yeah. like, you know, she isn't. And we find this time and time again with her. She acts like she's an expert on something and she has three million followers on Instagram who believe she is and they just take whatever she's saying at face value and yeah. she's like, well, Candace said that it's in the Constitution. So great. We're just going to run with that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, I Candace, have responsibility. You are a public figure with like a, a huge following. Like, be a responsible person. <laughs> yeah, no, but she's it's not so much easier that. to have a completely inaccurate and irresponsible reading of the First Amendment and not understanding what association means. Right. True. Yeah. I mean, Ra- we were talking Raven Smoke can't even talk because she is so drunk. But, yeah, Raven, you know, like, <laughs> look, Raven's drunk. But she's making more sense Candace drunk Cameron. than Candace's assuming. I mean, true. allegedly they're, drunk, they're, Raven. They're all kind of not, ra- they're just being like, that's the view. That's the view in general, though. That's like any any episode of the view. I hope they drink before the view. They 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 don't. Oh, they I, I would. Please, oh, God. God. You think for they, their, would, you think they would let a gay on the view? I think it's the. I think so. The pre- isn't the premise like five women with different viewpoints? I think, I think they would. I think they would only segment. I think they only okay. would because be it would guess. be like. Yeah. All right. That's what. I, that's what I'm. I, like for. Whoopi Goldberg is on there. there. She'd be like, "Yeah, let this let let this guy get on. He's gay, and he, let Have him fun. be on." Yeah. Have right. credit. I mean, I don't know. If not me, then like, then who? Well, I think it should be you. Yeah. All right. Then you'd be like, what? <laughs> Shut up. View producers, girl. you've heard it here. Yes. Patrick Serrano is waiting for his invite. He's fine with a guest segment. Yep. He understands he can't be top billing, but he's waiting for your call. I'm ready. I'm ready. And a calzone. And a calzone. But primarily your call. Yes. So I posted that on Instagram and I did get some bullied bullying. Um, you just you direct him right so over to I me, will. my friend. You know what was funny? Um, our friend Jake, he actually like came to my rescue and was like, "Oh, so you're filled with Christ's love, huh?" Oh, because they were like, "You're a freaking moron. Well, and you shouldn't post this." Well done, Jake. And Jake like just jumped in. I was like, because mm-hmm. I was just like, "Thanks for your comment." <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene from Saved when Mandy Moore I mean, you beats do the it. other girl with the Bible. I am yes. so full of Christ's you love. Do, you uh, do it correctly. 
Patrick, you do it actually correctly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you, you respond correctly. I don't want to engage with that. Absolutely not. You don't want no. to. No. Drew is my favorite angry straight man for good because it's just good to know that he's he's out there and yeah. can be unleashed. Total ally. I Total ally, um, Drew Bear. I will fight. Yeah, and for all those Christians out there who's slinging hate as a queer and a Christian, we're out there. We're in your churches. We're doing your work. We're insidiously <laughs> apart, living the gospel, making y'all look like shit. So don't think that your pastor, your pastoral associate, reminds, your priest, isn't one of us. That reminds me Side of bar. like Fight Club, where it's like there's yes. that there's we are that, legion. There's that moment in Fight Club where it just is like. They stand over him like, we're your bus drivers, we're your priests, we're your like, yeah. we're your construction workers. Don't fuck with us. And you're just like, yeah, it's but true I like though. That. I it's like true that. though. Yeah, yep. it's absolutely um, true. Susan, thank you so much for being oh, here. This was so wonderful. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug or social medias or anything? Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, if you're a real life person in real life Chicago, mm-hmm. um, Game Night is a show that PH, which is a lovely little improv company yes, that is. we're familiar with, um, does shows mm-hmm. on 10 p.m. on Fridays. You can come see me usually a decent amount of the time. And, cool. uh yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of boring. I don't hey. do anything other than posting cats on my Instagram. So. Fine, my well, That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. Where can we see your cats, Drew? You can see my cats at Drew, but with pants. Awesome. Mm. Thank you both again mm-hmm. for being here. Um, and thank, thank you, you, listeners, for checking back in with Lifetime in Court. We watch these movies so you don't have to, but if you do, you can follow me at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Lifetime in Court to check out our website, lifetimeuncourt.com. And direct all hate at me instead. Do hate, it. Hate to Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, emojis to, to me. Rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> oh, and send me calzones. I love calzones. Okay, that's it for this week. Bye. 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 Bye.